and welcome to the Courageous Mama podcast. If you'd love to be empowered, equipped and encouraged as a parent, you've come to the right place. I'm going to chat today about the strop and the chat back, the stomping up the stairs, the banging doors, the huffing, the sulking or the just going inwards and going quiet. And I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about the kids. I want to send a particular note out to parents of children who are eight or nine years old. This podcast is relevant for everyone, but it's just an extra shout out to those particular parents. Are you there? Are you finding that your eight or nine year old feels like they're doing it the teen years before you were expecting it, before you were ready, before they were ready? Are you surprised? So just to reassure you, you're in good company. It's very common and it's very normal. And yes, there are some things that you can do to restore the peace and find your child again. That child seems to have turned into somebody else overnight. Now, of course, you won't all have eight or nine year olds. Some of you have got that a little bit ahead of you. And I would say clock this so it doesn't come as a surprise to you. And some of you, of course, are already in the teen years and lots of what I'm going to say to you today is also very relevant. So I'm going to give you some insight and talk about how to respond when that behaviour is challenging. So let's look at two of the main causes for the challenging behaviour. We're not going to blame all of this on hormones, but let's start there. There are different stages of hormonal changes. Around the age of eight, there are changes that you cannot see. It's a bit like that seed under the ground. It's doing its thing, but those two little green leaves haven't shot up above the soil and poked their heads above the surface yet. Yet what's happening is essential and incredibly busy, even if it's invisible. And so it is with eight and nine-year-olds. They may not be showing outward signs of change and puberty, but loads is going on. And the fact that it can be felt in them and not seen by others just adds to that sense of confusion that they may be feeling. And the second cause of some of their frustration at this stage is the fight for independence. When children are about eight or nine months old, they begin to see themselves as a separate entity from their mother. When they're eight or nine years old, they want to exert their independence from their mother and their father. Now, you may have seen that in them for years, striving to be their own person. But at eight or nine, it's almost a burden. They need to feel free and independent. They're almost pushing away. And that clashes with being parented. It's not unhealthy, it's the road to independence, but how we travel it can make a massive difference to how they emerge. The less they feel independent, the more they're going to fight you for it. And some might fight with words that lash. Some might go inwards and you just feel that sense of disconnection. Where have they gone? Some might just have defiant moments of specifically doing something differently from the way you asked for it to be done. And you find yourself thinking, what did I do to deserve that? Where did that come from? Or maybe they're actively disagreeing with you in public places. They're trying to say, I am my own person. 
I've got my own views. I've got my own perspectives. I differ from you and I'm going to show you that by disagreeing with you. So here's the most important piece of wisdom I can share with you. This isn't personal. And the worst thing we can do is to make it personal, to go to their chosen battlefield and fight back and slug it out with them. Now that might look like insisting it's done your way, or it might look like picking away at them until you've worked out what's wrong, why have they gone inwards? Or it might look like rising to their bad temper with tone and volume of your own. They go large, you go larger. Or simply arguing the point with them till you're both exhausted. And all of these things can end in immensely satisfying ways. Ultimately, you can threaten them, remove technology. You do hold the cards. You may even feel as though you've got a compliant ending. But is that the goal? Do you want a compliant child or an emotionally healthy child that's well connected to you. So this is the moment to step out of your feelings, out of your reactions, and even out of your hurt. Because let's face it, when they begin to exert independence from us, it can feel like rejection. We've been very invested in them for many years. We can want to reconnect, that's a normal feeling. But what we're doing there is we're operating from our needs. But here's the thing. It's not about you, it's about them. They're having some huge feelings that just happen to have emerged over a specific scenario. And we know how that feels, don't we? I don't know about you, but if you've had a difficult week, some bad news, um, a hard day, and then you stub your toe, that's where it all tips out. But it's not what it's about. So when it's all tipping all over you, it's probably not about the way they made their sandwich or tidied their room. It's just about them screaming out for some autonomy. So if they're having a strop and stomping up the stairs, give them a little space. If they're chatting back, don't jump in the pit. Let it slide. Come back to it later. Manage yourself. And if they're being defiant, take a breath and come back to that later too. You might want to remove yourself. So am I suggesting that you stop parenting and allow poor behaviour to prevail? Give in to all their whims? Not at all. I'm just suggesting that something far bigger than what you can actually see is rummaging around in their heart and mind and you just happen to have pressed on it. It's like a little landmine. And this might not be the moment to put more expectations on them. So what can we do? Well, it can be really helpful in a quieter moment away from the angst to stop and ask your child where they'd like a bit more autonomy. You know, there's a question I've asked my children over the years, you know, variously, and I, it's always, it always feels a bit treacherous when I do. And I've said, what does it feel like being parented by me at the moment? And it's helpful just to listen to where that feels constraining. Have you ever been on the phone to maybe a service provider or the internet provider and you just feel like they're managing your life because you're not managing to get through, you're not managing to achieve what it is you're trying to get and there's that sense of I am really loathing being managed like this in this moment and they may be able to just tell you some places where it feels a bit constricting. It doesn't mean you have to give in to every whim. You're not promising 
You're asking, you're communicating, you're getting feedback. You're just asking in a calmer moment away from all the angst where they need a bit of leeway from you, a bit of freedom, a bit more space to manage themselves. And they can spot genuine from 10 miles off. If they know that you're genuinely asking and approaching them with the intent of understanding some needs, they're likely to come up with something that might help. If they can give you a few options, you can pick one. It could be some slack around bedtime or chores. It could be um, slack around the timing of chores. It could be that they need some differentiation between themselves and their siblings. It doesn't mean you have to lift all expectations off them and just do life their way. But making a tweak here or there to show them I'm listening. I can cope with you managing some things your way means that ultimately they will trust you more. Ironic, isn't it? They'll feel seen and understood. And those little steps across to your side of the metaphorical bridge will feel safer and connection can be restored. And you may even feel as you're listening to this that you can see some places where you could trust them more, give them a little bit more freedom. I'm not suggesting that you risk their safety, but just finding places where you found it difficult to let go, because it probably is about you in some places. And it could be around making and choosing their own packed lunches. It could be around going out with friends. It could be around dropping an extracurricular activity. I know that's really hard to hear. And perhaps you could do some compromising around there. It might be about doing homework at a different time or on a different day. Quite often when I've explored this area with parents and they've had that conversation with their child, the child has ended up saying, I just want less intervention, less hovering, less advice <laughs> when I'm trying to do a task. I want to have a go at just doing it my way and seeing if it works. I don't know if you're one of those parents who just so wants them to succeed in everything and remember everything. Perhaps they just need a little bit of back off. You won't have to change your whole world, but just allowing your child a little more scope to make choices, to make mistakes even, to manage themselves, will take the pressure off that place where they feel they're longing for a little bit more independence. Let me know how that works for you. And if you'd love to hear some ways of bringing up your children emotionally healthily, then you'll love the book, parenting for life you can pop across to my um, website where you can pick it up for the listener's price or you can go to the link below and it'll show you where to go to get that and now a little announcement about the podcast which I'm quite sad to make in a way I know I said that after 20 years of home ed I'll have more time to focus on the podcast but what it's done is it's given me time to just work out what my priorities are and some other things have needed my attention and it's given me less time to focus on putting out a podcast once a week, which I love doing, but it's very time consuming. So I'm just going to step away for a few weeks and work out what's the best way forward. In the meanwhile, I know some of you have taken an interest in doing a course. I'm sorry to those of you who didn't manage to get onto the last one. I'm going to do another one in May. That's a group of parents and that could be your group of friends or you come individually 
and join a group of friends and we do six successive evenings actually some of them aren't successive because if half term and things get in the way we work it out between the six of us but six parents and we chat through some of the main areas that will change your relationship your communication and your whole parenting experience Um, I've run it a few times and I've still got people coming back to me telling me the fruit of those occasions when we sat together and they saw things that they hadn't seen before so if you're interested in that drop me an email and I can let you know some more information that's Madeline Stanny at iCloud.com in the meanwhile I hope you have a great week great parenting great Easter coming up and I'll be back in touch soon